Hello and welcome to today's news podcast powered by China Daily. I'm Davis Ayega and I'll be your host for today's episode bringing you the latest global updates and insights on China's global interactions. In today's news podcast, we start with the preparations of China's Spring Festival, which is very important in the Chinese calendar. China's General Secretary Xi Jinping embarked on a meaningful visit to the northern city of Tianjin ahead of the Spring Festival. During his trip, Xi made a comprehensive inspection of the city's various aspects. On Thursday morning, he first visited a village in Xinqing district to learn about the recovery of farming activities after last year's floods, where he also met with people affected by the floods. This visit demonstrates China's commitment to addressing challenges faced by its citizens and communities. Xi also explored the city's development projects, emphasizing the importance of balanced urban rural development and sustainable growth. His visit to Tianjin underscores the Chinese leadership dedication to improving the livelihoods of citizens across the nation. China's railway network has been bustling during the first week of the Spring Festival travel rush. Industry data reveals that it handled an impressive 81.55 million trips between the month of January 26th and February 1st, averaging approximately 11.65 million railway trips each day during that period. The surge in travel, known as Chanyun, is expected to see a total of 480 million railway trips during this year's festival, marking a 37.9% increase compared to 2023. This travel rush, characterized by millions reuniting with their families, is a significant part of Chinese tradition. The extended spring festival holiday from the month of February 10th to 17th this year provides families with more time to come together and celebrate, making it one of the most important cultural events in China. China remains an attractive destination for companies from the United States, driven by its massive consumer market and well-established supply chain networks. Business leaders and analysts emphasize that constructive political and business relations between the two countries are vital for mutual interest and global prosperity. China's vast market, supportive policies, industrial upgrades and innovation prowess make it a crucial market for many U.S. companies. A recent survey by the American Chamber of Commerce in China found that about half of U.S. companies view China among the top three global investment destinations. Despite concerns over de-risking and tariff-driven rising operation costs in recent years, the Chinese market remains significant to U.S. companies with many viewing it as an essential part of their global investment strategy. 45 years ago, in the month of January back in 1979, Chinese leader Deng Xiaoping visited the United States formalizing the normalization of diplomatic relations between the two countries. This historical event marked the beginning of a transformational relationship. Since then, the world has changed significantly and the relationship has evolved. However, a change in Washington's perception of China has led to a growing belief that the relationship should be seen as a zero-sum game. This mindset challenges the idea of mutual coexistence and cooperation that has been the foundation of the relationship. The need for constructive dialogue and engagement between the U.S. and China remains essential for addressing global challenges and ensuring peace and prosperity in the 21st century. 
Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has announced that China and Thailand will officially enter a visa-free era starting from the month of March first. Both nations have signed an agreement on mutual visa exemption, paving the way for enhanced people-to-people exchanges. This agreement is expected to significantly boost Chinese tourism to Thailand, strengthening the bonds between the two countries as they work towards a shared future. Thailand has been a popular destination for Chinese tourists, known for its rich culture, beautiful landscapes and warm hospitality. The visa-free arrangement is said to further promote tourism and cultural exchanges between China and Thailand. At a recent summit in Brussels, the leaders of the European Union unanimously agreed to provide financial aid to Ukraine, ending a dispute that had erupted between the EU and Hungary. The disagreement was centered on a proposed 50 billion euro financial aid package for Ukraine from 2024 to 2027. The resolution marks a significant step towards supporting Ukraine in the face of the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflicts. This financial aid will play a crucial role in helping Ukraine navigate the complex geopolitical landscape and strengthen its economy. Hong Kong officials have addressed concerns and misconceptions surrounding the legislation of Article 23 of the Basic Law. They reassured the public that the proposed national security ordinance, expected to be introduced this year, will not lower the threshold for convictions or enable the transfer of suspects to the Chinese mainland for trial. The Hong Kong government is actively engaging with the public to clarify and discuss the legislative proposal. This open and transparent approach aims to ensure that the new legislation upholds the rule of law while safeguarding national security. In a significant development, a special court in Pakistan sentenced former Prime Minister Imran Khan and former Foreign Minister Shah Mohammad Quresh to 10 years in prison for exposing official secrets. Khan's political party, Pakistan Tehreek Enshath, confirmed the sentence and announced plans to challenge the decision in a higher court. This case, known as the Cypher case, has been closely watched in Pakistan and beyond due to its implications for political figures. The court's decision highlights the importance of respecting classified information in the interest of national security. In the northern Afghanistan Bakshan province, a passenger plane heading towards Russia has crashed reportedly due to technical problems. The aircraft disappeared from radar screens while en route to Moscow, carrying four crew members and two passengers. Harsh winter weather and mountainous terrain in Bakshan have made rescue efforts challenging, highlighting the difficult conditions faced by fast responders. The incident underscores the importance of aviation safety and disaster response in remote regions. That concludes today's episode of China Daily's news podcast. For more international news and updates, please visit our website at www.chinadaily.com.cn. Thank you for joining us today and we look forward to bringing you more news in the future.